new and exciting. Turn it on. Turn it up. We're live. Wow. It's been a week and a half. Can you believe that? Yeah. Yeah, a week and a half. Lots has happened. <laughs> I know a lot's happened. Uh, most most of the stuff that's happened has happened to you. But, uh, you know, we I mean, wow. That, that has been something. Yeah, I was actually surprised that you said you were gonna be ready tonight. I was, I was like, she's gonna, she's gonna need to take the entire week off, and I understand completely. But you're here, I'm you're here. here, and I'm so excited to see you. Well, I'm happy to be back, and I was planning to be here Monday. Like we were gonna do the show Monday, so it was like gonna not even be a week since I had my surgery. But I thought, you know, that's just the way I am. Like, good to go, right? But um, Monday was like, no, I just can't do it. I just, I just can't. But I know I'll be ready Wednesday, and maybe even if I'm not, I'm just going to drag my ass here because it just seems like it's been longer than a week and a half since we've done this. It, I know it feels like it's been almost an entire month. I just, I, it's like, wow. I mean, what are we doing here? I almost forgot how to live stream, so I had to come out like last night and test out a bunch of things. I kept putting test, test, test. And finally, I was just like, that first one, I was like, ah, screw it. This is going to be my show for the night because it was just so many people popped on. It was just like, wow, I can't believe this many people are here. I know. That's awesome. So I had major surgery and I'm, at least I can walk a little bit more normal now. <laughs> and uh, I am so bruised. I am bruised from hip to hip across my stomach, but. It'll soon be a memory, and uh, and you in your new home and moving, and look at your background now. I know, right? I just figured I would just uh, you know throw some of the tools of the trade up, and you know, building the house out, and we we got we're pretty much finished. There's a few things left to do, but for the most part, it's all down to you know just the trim and the making things look nice. Uh, we got we got the uh, foundation up today, our foundation skirting up today, uh, and now it's just trimming out the house. I, I got new carpet in. I've got to install new carpet next next week, and I've got new tile on order for for the kitchen, bathroom, and, and laundry room. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I I know I know my wife is getting excited, more and more excited all the time, just for the simple fact that she won't leave me the hell alone. <laughs> it's, hey, yeah, I know you just worked your ass off for like nine hours straight, but I want you to continue doing more stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, It's exciting. It's exciting, it right? Yeah, and I want want to drag this out a while. I want to make this last, this experience last, mainly because, you know, once it's done, I won't have shit to do, and then I got to start looking for stuff, and then she's going to start looking for more stuff. Right now, it's pretty obvious what needs to be done, so there's no reason to look for more stuff. So I just kind of want to drag out the stuff that I got, and maybe. uh, 
Maybe I can take a break somewhere in the middle. Oh, there'll never be nothing. You got a house now. There'll never be nothing to do. <laughs> right. That's for sure. That is, it, yeah. Well, um, please, if you are watching real quick, I know there's only a couple of you, but please go on over and hit that share button. See if we can get, you know, let's see if we can get 10 people in here tonight. I would really love to see this just kind of blow up. So let's see if we can't invite people and get 10 people watching uh, watching on the live stream. I'm going to go over right now and share this out and please do the same. Yeah, because we've got a great topic tonight. This is a topic that you know, and how unfortunate we're covering a topic that like is off the table for me for like a while, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I can't right. talk about it. <laughs> doesn't mean I can't talk about it. So, but this is a topic we don't see talked about often. And uh, so I want to get into it. I totally want to get into it. You know, I don't think people talk about these things mainly because I don't know if it's embarrassment. I don't know if it's uh, taboo. Maybe, maybe people think that if you talk about it, maybe you're not a classy person. I don't know, but whatever it is, it's, it's we're going to talk about it because that's what we do. We talk about that tough, uh, that that difficult. Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here, Lynn? We talk about those difficult topics. Yeah, yeah. Are topics that are hard to get started for people. Those are our favorite topics. We want to talk about those challenging topics, those things that are tough to talk about. So are you still sharing? I shared already. I'm still, Lead us in. I'm still sharing, yeah, because I'm, I'm not – I didn't just hit the share now. I know a lot of people, if you just hit the share now, that's perfectly fine. But uh, I always like to say something, you know, a little bit witty, like, hey, we're live now. Get your ass here. Something like that. You're funny. <laughs> and I don't want to make you laugh too hard right now because, you know, I don't want to pop a stitch. Uh, this is probably the one time in my life I can actually say, you know, I left you in stitches and get away with it because, you know. <laughs> and I guess I didn't leave you that way. Somebody else did. So are we ready to get into this? Let's do it. All right. So what's your number? Whether you think it's an incredibly telling indicator of a person's character and values, or you consider it about as significant as their favorite color, chances are you've been asked your number. That is the number of people with whom you've been sexually intimate with more than a few times. In fact, discussing your sexual history is an almost inevitable part of a new relationship. But is your number really normal? And how does divulging it affect the other people's opinion of you? Well, Superdrug, an online doctor website, had some of the same questions, which is why they surveyed more than 2,000 people in Europe and the United States to get more insight into the human experience of sexuality and their attitudes towards it. And tonight, we're going to talk all about just that and more, and please join us in this conversation by chatting in the in the chat box you don't necessarily have to just chat with us you can chat amongst each other as well and please let us know what you're you know what do you think and we're going to go through a couple of questions actually four main questions 
And in those four main questions, we would really love to hear what your feedback is. So, Lynn, what's your number? <laughs> is, is that too personal? Is that personal? You know what? I never actually, um, I wasn't even thinking about that when I was going through all the results. This was a fascinating survey. This is definitely a survey where opinions aren't far off from reality. So it was very interesting, but there were some things that were interesting and some, I didn't give you all the information. So oh, there's a couple things that were really interesting <laughs> as far as, um, well, we'll get into it, but I didn't count it, so I can't give you my number. You know, and honestly, I would be lying if I gave you a number because I really don't know. You don't know. It's just too no. many. <laughs> it's too many. Or maybe it's not enough. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> no, honestly speaking, though, I, I just don't remember. I never really kept score. It just wasn't something that I ever thought of. So... Anyhow, should uh, okay, let's do it. What's the questions? So this first question: Who's most likely to lie about their number, men or women? Okay, well that's easy. That you would think so. You would think that would be easy, but I think I think it's pretty even. And I see I the numbers here. I yeah. see the numbers from the survey, but when you take out the those two thousand and you add the whole population. I think it's more. Uh, I think it's more even than you think. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think it's very surprising. I think men want it more than women. Men talk about it more than women, and it it is very even. So yeah. So the results on that. Who's more likely to inflate the numbers? <laughs> At seventeen point five percent of men, and eight point two percent of women. Inflating inflate the, the numbers. numbers. See, and I can understand inflate. that because, you know, women, they have that stigma of of being, you know, a little bit loose or... or a slut. Sluts, yeah. So they have a little bit more to lose, I guess, by leaving their... or inflating their numbers. Now, on the flip side of that coin, though, we have the most likely to decrease those numbers. And, of course, it's going to flip-flop. Yeah. Yeah. So for for women, it was, of course, it was flipped. 18.6% of women will lie and say less. And men, 13.7% will actually say yes. So that's not really too surprising, really. I think that, you know, I, I don't think that's too surprising. Um now, since we don't really know our numbers, you and I, it's kind of hard to lie. Yeah, it's... <laughs> you know, and honestly, I wouldn't lie if I if I knew the number, I wouldn't lie about it because you know, that's just not. Yeah, I've got nothing to gain. I've got nothing to lose. I'm married. She's been happy with me. She might know. I don't know, but whatever. But uh, but is that a convert? Is that something that come up, that's come up though, like in relationships? Like you, you have know, that conversation, don't you? Like how I many of you? I think some people do. I don't believe all people do have that conversation. Um, I know the conversation has never been really that had that much weight with my relationship no. with my wife. Um, after this show, it might become more uh, more of a thing. But um, no, to, I, I think that uh, it all depends on the relationship. There's 
the, there's different personalities that kind of weigh into that. And if, with men and women, there's some, you know, men who they want to talk about, yeah, I've only been with three people my entire life. Times six, uh, you know, anyway, <laughs> you kind of see where I'm going with that. That gets back to that decreasing numbers thing. But at the same time, I think it, it all plays on, you know, what that other partner is. You know, if, if a man and a woman are both lying to each other about, you know, how many people they've been with, you know, both of them, you know, when a man and a woman talk, it's always less. When two guys are talking, it's always more. When two women are talking, well, they're right dead on the money. They don't lie about yeah. those things to their girlfriends. It just doesn't That's right. happen. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's an easy one. That so, was asked. Um, that was easy, but do yeah, kind of going into this next one, though, how do people feel about their partner's number? Men and women seem to be on the same page with this, which I thought that was kind of funny when, when I saw this, when you sent this to me. Um, I really didn't think these numbers were going to be that close. I really No, I know. I know. How many? So how do you feel about your partner's number? Yeah. So how many becomes too promiscuous? That blew me away, that number. So the numbers, women... It's 15.2 and men, 14. That's pretty even. Men are thinking like 14. You're starting to be a little slutty there, girl. And, you know, it's it's same. I was really, it's close. It's close. So like 14, 15 is kind of the number if you're getting to that most crossing that line. So, you know, and Heather even said, yeah, I'm not sure of my number either. You know, and so I, I think... I, like, you know, going back to what she just said when she's not sure of her number, how many is too many, though? I mean, think about this. When you're when you're with uh, a person, if you're if you're laying in bed and you're thinking about it, if they told you a number that was close to 15 or 14, is that too many or is six too many or five too many? I mean, what's what's let us know in the chat if you think uh, 15 seems on the money. Let us know what what's your what's your opinion? Why do you think, and what do you think is too many? Um, you know, and going on to the next, even the next part, it says ideal number of partners in a lifetime. Now they don't take into consideration, you know, divorces or or uh, spouses who pass away or anything like that. All they are saying is two people who have been together, or or you know, how many ideal number of partners in a lifetime, overall lifetime. Hey, you know, when I read this, when I read this, ideal number of partners in a lifetime. So this is what each of them, men and women think. I, I, when I read that word, I went lifetime. I went, oh, my God, that's all you think I should have in my whole life? Like, that's terrible. But I tell you started that relationship. Yeah. Well. Then, then I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But lifetime, I was like, lifetime? That's... So the numbers, the ideal numbers, again, so close. Women think 7.5 is the right amount, and men think 7.6 is the right amount of partners to have had before you two start a relationship. Like, that's bang on. I, I agree. I agree. If it's, 
you know, before, but it says ideal number of partners in a lifetime. I guess I read that differently. I read that as in how many total you're going to be in over the total of your life. Um, you know, if you, but if it's before relationship, I guess that that seventh or that that final one, yeah, I guess seven point six. Yeah. But like I said, they didn't take into consideration, you know. Um, but they're not going to care after them. People. Right, right. But That's the next one will. But the next one will. So is, does that start the clock over? The, you know, oh, I got a divorce. Hey, I get 7.6 <laughs> more. <laughs> is that, like you're thinking. <laughs> is that like at your sketch? Uh, oh, we're starting over. Um, but, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like. Oh, okay, so the next one was the one that was more, that was more interesting to me. Too sexually conservative. Like, is there a number that people think is too sexually conservative? Men think two point three is too conservative, and women think one point nine. It's funny these point things because how are you sleeping with point nine of a person? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I guess they should have just rounded to make things easy for people like you and myself yeah. who don't understand new math. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't Maybe get new no penetration so. involved in that one. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, one person and nine blowjobs, or <laughs> one person, six blowjobs, and three hand jobs. I don't know. You, you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's and then oh I mean, my god, point three. I mean, what's the what's the point three? Is that just a, just a French kiss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I got the second base. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? What do you think? Like for you personally? You know, honestly, for me, too conservative would be like four or five because I want a person who, you know, lady in the streets, freak in the sheets. And if you've only had 1.9 men, you don't even know how to let that freak out yet. And, yeah. you know, life's too short to be a trainer for the next four or five years until you guys get it right. That's my two cents. Uh, I totally agree. I'm more of the, I'd be more concerned of the conservative rather than the too many. Right, like, right. Yep. Too many, you know, there's never, I don't, I don't honestly believe too many, there could be a too many unless that too, I guess too many is when you just lose You're a baby daddy to too many. Well, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. yeah. If, if you're a baby daddy to, 24 kids, which I do know someone who, who is like that. Um, he is a very good friend of mine, and I have no clue how he even has a paycheck at the end of the two weeks. I just don't oh get it. Oh, my God. Holy cow. Yeah, you'd think after the first three That's or four, snip, you, you just, yeah. just take care of that. Exactly. <laughs> so how many partners – they've actually had you know this one here i thought i wanted to call bullshit yeah i, I really wanted to call bullshit because i did not believe that women had seven partners to men 6.4 i just i don't believe it no but then again you know it is it is a lot easier for women to go out and get a hookup than it is for men to go out and get a hookup. True. 
True. Yeah. For some. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you talk to some people and they have, you know, if you count in some long relationships in there, um, you know, you're talking a few years. Um, you know, obviously there's less chance to have that many and then you're single for a while and, you know, depending on when you've lost your virginity and I don't know. I I think that is probably we, I mean, we can't look at all the numbers through our own lenses. No. And it's, like, and it's like Heather says, she says, I think all those numbers are low and I have to agree with her. I, I really do think a lot of those numbers are low. Um, especially that the too many, I think that's extremely low. Um, if a person spends their first 20 years, if they say they started having sex at 18, I don't know why. I'm just going to throw that out. We know better, but I'm just going to throw that number out there. We start having sex at 18 and we decide we're not going to get married until we're maybe 35 or 40 because there's a lot of people who are starting careers in on that path first. Uh, you're, you're telling me that in, you know, 15 to 20 years, you're not going to, you're only going to have sex with, you know, 15 to 14 people. I would highly doubt that. I mean, there's some people that are going to have sex with 15 to four, 14 to 15 people per year. That's so, true. That's so true. I think that's an extremely low number. And if a person, you know, maybe it's not um, how many, uh, maybe that's not being too promiscuous. Maybe it's not a problem with the person that's having the sex. Maybe it's a pro problem with the society and how they've expressed how they feel about people having sex. True. So would there be a number for you? Say, you know, it's hard because you've been married for a while. Is there a number for you start and she told you, you know, how many, is there a number for you where you'd be like, um, that's just too much. No. Like, I don't think I want to touch you. No, no, no. there really isn't. No. <laughs> there really isn't. Uh, like, it's like I said, uh, if a woman can conduct herself, you know, the way she feels comfortable. Like I said, a lady in the streets, freaking the sheets. If she if she's conducting herself in a business in in a business surrounding in a professional manner, what she does when that door closes, I don't care. You know, and if there's if she's had sex with 20, 30, 40 people, well, that's just experience that I am going to enjoy later on. So yeah. You know, I really can't say that there's really a too many number for me. Now, like I said, there is definitely a too few number. I, if it's less than four or five or six or seven, chances are you need to get out there and play the field a little bit because uh, you don't even know how to play all the positions. My thing, too, like I would be concerned about too few. Like yeah. it probably around the same number as you. I'd be like, uh, what? Like, um, <laughs> no, I don't think this is going to work. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm the same way with that. Um, but you know, I think it's different again. There's that, you know, way better than numbers, right? There's no, there's no societal, you know, 
uh, can't if, think of the word. It, it's not bad. It's not bad for a guy. For a woman, there is that that that. That's thing. not true, though. That's I don't think that's true. Um, there's, it's not bad for it's a perceived. guy in the eyes. It, it's perceived. It's not well. It's not bad for a guy in the eyes of other guys necessarily. Yeah. yeah. And that's really what you get. You get the good old boy back slapping, blah blah blah. But when it comes to women, and when it comes to being around them, you ask you ask a hundred women, you know what they think of Will Chamberlain, and I guarantee you they're going to be like, "No way, that guy has been with so many people that, yeah, I, no, they they wouldn't touch that again." But at the same time, you know, it's yeah, it's very interesting. It's, it's different. It's it's really. It's a two-edged sword. It really is. I mean, there, but then you can almost guarantee that any guy who's, who's got any sort of confidence that just can walk into a room and own a room, you can pretty much guarantee he's probably been, been with more than 15 people. Mm. I would, mm. I would, I would bet my year's wages on that. <laughs> but at the same time, you watch a guy who's got very little social skills, and I guarantee you he's going to be at that maybe 1.9 to 2.3. It's mm-hmm. not because they don't – I mean, it's that's why I don't really like a lot of these numbers is because they're they're talking to 2,000 people when they, what they should have done is they should have grouped people, and then they should have taken individual polls through these groups and then mm-hmm. shown where they were at because we take well, – Go ahead. I, I think it's interesting too if you bring in because there's um, if you bring in you know we don't know the religious background of some of these people too because a lot of it is you know save yourself for marriage like I would never like you know I can say that I I think that for. Okay, well, in talking to you, that's totally different. But you sort of ha- that, you know, virgin, right? Uh, I, I guess it's that conquering thing, but not you, because that would really be too few. <laughs> but you know, I wouldn't either. So we, you know, we don't know the religious background of some of these people either, and and how much that's playing into it. Because what do you say? Married, and then it's terrible and you're stuck with that yeah you know and why set yourself up for that first night disappointment i mean if you really because i i i remember my first time and it was absolutely horrible it was embarrassing it was it was just the most awkward experience of my of my life and yeah but if you're both virgins it's okay because you don't know what to expect that's the problem there's never going to be a moment where two virgins oh, that doesn't happen anymore yeah that was me because, well yeah but then you're talking about it, you know five or ten years ago versus today so five or ten is, years ago <laughs> my son is 16 okay so it was at least 16 years ago or 17 That's years a ago. long time so, like 30 years ago <laughs> over 30 years ago we both were so i mean i thought it was the greatest freaking night of my life but we didn't know what the hell to expect yeah, but see there's well, an example he lied he told me he wasn't he told me afterwards he was yeah see 
you know, a funny story. Um, the the woman who I lost my virginity to, her and I were on two different paths. You know, she assumed I was more experienced than I was. And I had assumed that she was more experienced than she was. She was a year older than I had than I was. So she um and she always read romance novels and she was always, you know, talking about different things with her friends and stuff like that. And then she would see how embarrassed she could get me by making some kind of comment or whatever. And it never really embarrassed me, but it just led me to believe that she had this experience already and uh, come to find out. And we really didn't find out until a long time after I'm talking like 22 years later, we, we found out that neither one of us knew a damn thing. We were just kind of playing it by ear. And so that was always kind of fun. That's, that was kind of a funny story, but. Oh my God, that's um, funny. And like I said, it was, it was absolutely miserable because it's like, God, I hope I'm doing this right. Because I think if she's experienced, like, um, how do I stack up? What am I doing? Am I doing this right? Hell, I had, yeah. and the only thing I had to, you know, look at, it's not like today where we had the internet, we could watch porn. It's like, oh yeah, I can do that. No, you have pictures in magazines and you look at a picture and it's a still photo. It's like, okay, what do I just hold this pose for a while? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I know, am I doing? <laughs> I know you think back and you think, wow, like I've come a long way. <laughs> yeah. If if my today self could tell my 18, 14, 13 yeah. year old self something, it'd be like, dude, just let it roll. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't worry. Don't get so damn stressed. I know, right? Oh, and that first, that first one, just chalk it up. Just throw it away. It don't matter. Just go to the next one. <laughs> That's right. That first one was horrible. It's going to be horrible anyway. Yeah. yeah it is what it is. So, you know, the most uh, liberal country uh, out of the survey with the people that they surveyed, the most liberal country is France. You know, and I think France has been that way for, they kind of started the whole sexual revolution. Yeah, for them, the um, two promiscuous, that number gets to 16, and the ideal number is 10, and the two conservative is two people. So they're a little bit higher. They're the most liberal. And the second is Belgium, and the third is Portugal. So they're the most liberal. Yeah, and I would, you know, it's it, funny thing about the whole – <clears throat> Excuse me, about the all that kind of stuff. The first porn mo- porno movie was made in 1896 in France. So I know us French you, uh, people. Yeah, you French. French I mean, yes. Yeah, whoa, yeah. I mean, come on, you guys. You guys got to have all the cool stuff, you know, first and all the cool stuff. So, but uh, <laughs> it, it just, I think everybody kind of, kind of felt that way. Uh, or would know that France is like that. I mean, even the guys that were coming back in during World War One, guys coming back from World War Two, that's uh, a lot of the stuff that they brought back to the United States. A lot is, when it comes to sex, they took from France. I mean, it wasn't hanging out in Great Britain. I mean, hell, they threw us out because we were too loose with our morals. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So yeah, well, the was, south of France and the topless women and 
very liberal over there. So I wasn't surprised when, when that was a number at all. No, no. At all. Okay, we've no. only done two questions. Let's I get know. on. Well, we're only halfway through the show. I know. So <laughs> two questions in 30 minutes. We're on time for once. We're doing good. <laughs> so the third question is, when do people believe is the best time to share their sexual history with a new partner? Mm-hmm. Um, first month, I was not, I was shocked that this was this low. Really thought that numbers would be higher. I, I figured most people share their sexual partners within the first couple of weeks. Well, it could be. I mean, they could be doing it, but within the first month, right? So women, yeah. 31.2%, and men was 33.8%. But the most popular was one to four months. Yeah, within the first four months. Well, but that's still only 36.3% for women and 35.3% for men. Yeah. You know, I, that just seemed very low. And, uh, you know, if they're going to share, I fig- like I said, I would figure that first month you would have seen numbers more like 70% or, or closer to 80%. And then within the first month being lower, being that, you know, 20 to 30, 40 percent, 20 to 30%. Now, the not important to ever share, I thought that was kind of low too. I actually thought it would have been lower. So women 10.9% and men 11.3%. I That sort of surprises me because I think, especially nowadays, where there's so many sexually transmitted diseases and, you know, uh, the, the thought of premarital sex is, I mean, there isn't even a thought about it. I mean, it just happens. I mean, a lot of people never, ever get married and, and, and just, you know, live with somebody and, and that is their relationships and may not get married or just have one marriage. So I'm, I, I think with so many divorces and things like that, and, um, and you've got companies that, you know, like that, um, Morgan's, that company that's set up that you can find somebody, you know, for married people that want to cheat that big, Never huge company. Yeah, I can't. Ashley Madison, that's the name of that company. Okay. And uh, married people who want to hook up with other married people. So I'm surprised that, yeah, it isn't sooner because I think people do engage, do get intimate sooner in relationships. And so, yeah, I, I would think that it was much higher, like you said, like 75% or something, because I think you do engage, get intimate these things. You would want to know, you'd be interested to know, like, where's your dick been? Like, you want to know. <laughs> and, and this survey was taken across Europe and the United States. Yeah. So you're, in, in how many European countries did they actually talk to? Was it just Great Britain, France, Belgium, Holland, you know, or was it like a larger, uh, larger it, sample? It was quite large. And it was only 2,000 people. So, yeah. When you look at that, I mean, you're if you break down each country, you may see that shift in the bigger numbers. So, like like this one here, where it says not important to share. I figured for men it would be higher. I think I thought maybe not the numbers. I thought the gap would have been 
bigger part. Yeah. So maybe, you know, like three or 4% women were maybe men were like 20 or 13% somewhere in there. I can see that, but this, this, there's not much gap. It's almost dead even. It is. Yeah. I'm surprised because I would definitely think that, uh, yeah, bigger, much lower for women for sure. Um, so here's something really interesting that I didn't share with you numbers. And this is by state. So we're just looking at the U.S. So the average number of partners by state. I was shocked which state had the biggest average. Like, what would you think? Like, what state do you think would have? Well, I would say it's probably one of the one of the cold states, like maybe Minnesota, Wisconsin or Michigan. To be honest with you, just because you know people get cold in the winter, there's not anything better to do, so they just shack yeah. up. So that would be my guess. Somewhere, somewhere in the Midwest, there. And so not, no, no, no. Wow, Louisiana, fifteen point oh, yeah. seven is the average oh, yeah. amount. I get that. I get that. You know, it, it's just really, really super easy. To, uh, I mean, you're not around a whole lot of people. Louisiana is pretty spread. I know where you think I'm going. I'm not going. There. <laughs> that's that's Arkansas. But uh, <laughs> no, Louisiana, I get it because you know it's it, you just it's swamps all over the place, and you got to stay dry. What better way to get dry than to have your? It just happens. Happens. <laughs> and then the next states: Oklahoma, Nebraska, and South Carolina. See, now we're starting to move north, yeah. And then South Carolina, see, and I get South Carolina just because there's there's a couple of military installations there, and well, military does what the military does, and you know, yeah. we do our thing. But uh, Oklahoma and Nebraska, two more military states, you know, off at Air Force Base, and you got Fort Sill, Oklahoma. I see a trend happening here. Okay. See, I don't know the states, right? So you would know them more, but I was shocked when I was like, Louisiana, I would have thought like New York or California, right? Like, as I just had that, that image of that lifestyle in my head. So do you want to guess the state that had the The lowest average of partners? Oh, geez. I'd probably say Alaska just because they're so far apart. Uh, No. And this no. doesn't surprise me at all. It's Utah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mormon state. Gotcha. 2.6. Wow. 2.6. And th- because they their religion is, oh, yeah, they're new, because their thing is you wait until marriage, right? So, But the average amongst with all the rest of the states then is pretty, like, average what we've been talking about, 7.2. Average wow. number of partners. That's, that's pretty, pretty amazing. You know, yeah. South Dakota, I figured South Dakota would have been upwards of like 9, 10. Um, just because there's nothing to do here. <laughs> and you got the motorcycle <laughs> rally and wet t-shirt yeah, contest. Exactly. I mean, there's nothing to do, so you find someone to do. That's that's kind of how <laughs> things work in South Dakota. <laughs> Can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. There you go. So seven out of ten Americans believe that unmarried sex is morally acceptable. That doesn't surprise me at all. I think that's the way of life now. 
It is. Well, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know of anybody who, who hasn't had sex before they're married. To be honest with you, I don't know a single person. Me, me neither. Well, I don't, I, I I don't know that I don't know, but. Right. Yeah. It's not like I go around asking, Hey, (laughs) did you have sex before you got married? Exactly. Alrighty then. Yes. Thanks. Exactly. Answer. Oh, by the way, this is going to be on some uh, live stream show tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> Sign this release, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, do you have any more fun facts that you didn't share? Nope. That's it. All right. So, would you break up with a partner due to having too many partners? Wow, really? This was interesting. Yeah, that that's I'm looking at these numbers and I looked at them briefly before the show and now that I'm really looking at them, I think I would have fallen in the neutral category. I I would not break up with someone not even somewhat think about breaking up with someone for too many partners, I'd probably stay neutral. Um, not very unlikely. You just said you wouldn't. You just said there was no number. Well, there is no number. That's just it. I mean, the reason why I'd stay neutral is because I don't want to commit one way or the other. (laughs) (laughs) No, it it doesn't really matter. I mean, if the only way it's going to matter is if you bring it up. Well, if you never bring it up, if if it doesn't, if the number isn't an issue for you, then why would you ever bring it up? Yeah, exactly. So breaking up due to having too many partners. I mean, it, you know, very unlikely 9% all the way up to very unlikely of breaking up 17%. And the most popular being neutral 33%. You know, I think here, here's the reason why I would stay neutral. Because if they've had like 20, 30 partners and the sex is still really bad, then yeah, they've had too many. It, it, the sex is bad. No. But, but, yeah. Come on. I mean, you kind of think about it like that. I mean, I guess that's not really about the number. That's just about the person and the performance. Yeah, we're not taking performance into consideration. It's par- strictly no. partners here, buddy. <laughs> okay. So, oh. for me, it would be 30? very unlikely. Would be my response. Very unlikely. There's not too many. I'm like you. There's never too. There's no too many. What do you mean? There's not too many, unless it's really yeah. bad. <laughs> That's a whole different topic. But. Yeah, that is a very different topic. So, would you but break up next with part, the partner? Would you break, break up, up with, with the partner having too few? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you'd have to prove it. Like maybe you, it's maybe you're just like innately extremely talented, and then that's okay. Yeah. See, but, you see that that's why that's what got me thinking about the other one. If you've had a lot and you still suck, no. Uh, yeah, of course I'd break up with yeah. you. Yeah. But if you've only had like two or three, but you are still amazing. Okay, let's make it three. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would totally be my yeah concern. So, 
you break up over too few partners, um, very likely only 2%. And then uh, very unlikely, which is the highest number, is 55%. So there's some people really, they don't, well, I guess that has nothing to do with it. Performance has yeah, nothing I, to do with it. We're talking about numbers. So, so we're just taking performance out of the, the equation, completely out of the equation. Performance does not count, then I would have to say very likely. But if we're going to throw performance in there, then I would say very unlikely. Yes. Agreed. So Yes. <laughs> yeah. But that has always been a thing for me. I remember talking to my girlfriend saying that uh, – I wouldn't want to go out with somebody who's been with one oh, that you're like, I don't know. I think it's that whole virile masculine thing. Like I want to know that you've conquered. <laughs> it's, you know, men are told at an early age and this has been for years and years. There was a time when fathers used to hand their sons $50. Here you go. Go sell your Royal Oats. Get it out of your system because when you're married, you're married, and that's the way it goes. Yeah. So men, uh, fathers used to, you know, say, hey, get out there. Go get your willy wet. Yeah. Whatever you got to do. But, um, yeah. you know, that, that that stopped, you know, apparently before I became of age to get that <laughs> to happen. But whatever. Um, <laughs> but... You know, dads don't just, do that to their daughters. No, no. And, but that's exactly it. Dads don't do that to their daughters. And, um, you know, I'm that dad. I, I am that dad. When it comes to my daughter, I'm very protective. And I have told my daughter's boyfriends, whatever you do to my daughter, I am going to do to you. Oh, I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kept most of them. <laughs> Not all of them, yeah. unfortunately. Sometimes you get your bluff called, and that's just the way it goes. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. This was very, very interesting. Um, the the opinions, and you know, the higher the numbers, the more liberal, um, the more STDs. And I actually didn't add that into the picture. I mean, there were a couple other things, but you know, for sake of time and everything, but it did show the more liberal countries were, the higher rates of STDs. And, and actually the rate of and chlamydia and something else were actually much higher in Europe than in the United States, which reflects their more liberal, or they Absolutely. don't talk about it. They just, do it. But hey, you know what's really interesting? I wanted to bring this up too. Is that the most conservative country, which oh, I can't remember the name of it, which is the one that um, we had talked about before that has, I think that has the fellatio cafe and they're really into polyamory and polygamy. Iceland? Um, was, was that Iceland that has that article yeah. that we were talking about? And maybe yeah. it wasn't Iceland. Netherlands, and I was like, whoa, they're the most conservative, but they're the ones that like tend to sleep around more. I don't understand. It was weird, but 
Oh no no Norway Norway had the the polyamory and the, all that kind of the fellatio cafe stuff like that. Yeah. Iceland had the most orgasms. That's what it was. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Those odd little countries. Hey. See the cold countries, right? It's, it's, it's yeah the cold countries. Yeah, we don't have nothing better to do than to keep each other warm. Well, clothes just blocks body heat, so you take them off. What happens right. when you take them off? Well, you gotta you gotta warm up the core temperature somehow. <laughs> yes, the most fun you can have laying down. Create most standing tension. up. That's right. That's but right. anyways, we are coming up right to the very end. And since we have gone over almost every week, let's give Bobby a break. And over there at Mile High Radio. Hey, if you like to listen to what we have going on, if you can't get to the show and watch the show, why not listen? Monday nights, was it Nine Mountain? Just go to milehighradio.com and download the app. It's really easy. The app is just one click. Just accept it, and it's right there. I sit there, and I listen to it almost all day just because it's got a lot of really cool programs. Mm-hmm. But, but... You can also catch us on Stitcher. Tune in. Uh, Apple, I, they call it Apple Podcast. Now. I know they call right? it Apple Podcast now instead of iTunes. Some people still call yeah. it iTunes, but yeah, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, what else? Where else? Um, yeah, lots of places. If you go to our website, it has them all listed there. You can take your pick, gritandgracetv.com. And uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, so you'll always be notified every time we upload these to YouTube, and you'll be notified, and you don't actually have to watch it. You could just have it on and listen while you're folding laundry or, you know, doing whatever. Having sex. Having sex. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you want to listen to us while you're having sex. (laughs) That might be a little weird, having my voice or your voice in their heads. That's that's kind of uh, it's like having your dog watching you or your cat or something. Like I hate that. That's the worst. Hey, I know. It's like oh whoa! It means you get that surprise face. That is an O face that you do not need to make. It's just the way it is. <laughs> Anyways. Hey, folks, it's been a lot of fun hanging out with you today. I appreciate each and every one of you who checked this out. Thank you very much, Heather, for watching. Yes, and Heather thank rocks. You, Jay. You know, thank you, Jay, for, for chiming in as well. Uh, Jay is Heather's husband. They live here in Rapid City. And awesome. the fact that they're sitting here watching together, hey, have this conversation with each other. All that kind of good stuff. That would be and awesome. And Chandra. Wow. Thank you, Chandra, for tuning in. That was awesome. That would be extremely awkward. And folks, I don't care what he says to you. He's freaking lying. He is not allergic to latex. So don't be silly. <laughs> Wrap that belly. Till next time, everybody. You don't have to be perfect. Be a perfect solution. Uh, peace. Stay wild, everybody. Grit and Grace is produced by Saloon 7 Studios and brought to you by the Ripka Media Group. Thank you for listening.